Hello, everyone, and welcome to the News Around the NFL podcast, where we talk about what is happening in the NFL football world. I am your host, Gage Burlingame, and I'm here to catch you all up on the news and updates around the NFL. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and let's talk some football. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the News Around the NFL podcast. I am Gage Burlingame, and I'll be your host for today's podcast. And we now have one game remaining in this NFL season, Super Bowl 57, between the AFC champion Chiefs and the NFC champion Eagles. Should be a fun game to watch. So today, we're going to go over some news and notes around the league. We're going to go over the results of the NFL honors that happened last night. Uh, We're also going to go over uh, some of the uh, coaching changes. We have some coaches that have been hired as, you know, offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, and even some head coaches. And then we're also going to go over the preview of Super Bowl 57. So with that being said, let's get into the news. So I will be providing news from JPA Football on Instagram. If you guys want to go give them a follow, that is where I get most of my NFL news. So to start off, we have the Saints hosted Raiders quarterback Derek Carr for a visit, but no trade is imminent at the moment. So Derek Carr He's definitely going to be on a, new, on a new team next year, and the Raiders did give him permission to meet with some teams, even though he's still technically on their roster. Um, so he's already met with the Saints, and I believe he had a meeting lined up with the Panthers, but uh, that meeting ended up not happening. I'm not sure why. So there are some teams that are interested in Derek Carr, and it seems like the Saints are the front runner right now to get him. The Cowboys are expected to place the franchise tag on star running back Tony Pollard. Pollard exploded in 2022 with 1,380 total yards and 12 touchdowns. So Tony Pollard, he's going to be a free agent, and it seems like the Cowboys are going to use the franchise tag on him, and they're looking to uh, get Zeke to take a pay cut because he is, uh, he is owed a lot of money for the upcoming season. And it's very obvious now that Zeke, his contract, he did not live up to the contract, really. Um, he's not really the same. Like He's not playing as well as he did back in 2016. But uh, the Cowboys are going to look into getting him to take a pay cut, and then they're going to franchise tag Tony Pollard. And then if, if Pollard has a great season next year, we could possibly see them cut Ezekiel Elliott and then give Pollard a big extension, and then Pollard will take over as a starting back for Dallas. Commander's owner Dan Snyder is expected to sell the team a few weeks after the Super Bowl and owners meeting in March. Amazon CEO and entrepreneur Jeff Bezos is expected to make a bid for the team. So Dan Snyder is finally going to sell the team. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, Washington fans that are very happy to hear about that. And uh, he's going to sell the team sometime after the Super Bowl, probably sometime in March um, or early April. But uh, the Commanders will have a new owner for the upcoming season, and we'll see who uh, who uh, decides to buy the franchise. Jaguars right tackle Jawan Taylor could get a $15 million per year extension, says Field Yates. Um, so Jawan Taylor um, really, like, he took a big step this year. Uh, same thing with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, a lot of young guys for the Jaguars really took a big step this year. And, I mean, this Jaguars team... It, they could be very dangerous for the years to come. I mean, they got Calvin Ridley for next season. They still got Christian Kirk on contract and Zay Jones. Uh, they'll probably re-sign Evan Ingram. And Jawan Taylor could get a big extension. I mean, the Jaguars, 
they could be the best team in the AFC South for the next few years. The Bears are going to have unbelievable offers for the number one pick per Adam Schefter. Wouldn't be surprised if they trade back twice to acquire even more picks to surround Justin Fields with talent. So the Bears have the number one pick, and they don't really need to have the number one pick. I mean, they have their quarterback of the future. I mean, they could still like keep the pick and take like Jalen Carter with number one pick. But if I were Chicago, I would trade back with a team who needs a quarterback. And I mean, teams who need a quarterback, they're willing to trade a bunch of draft picks to trade up and get their guy. So the Bears, they're going to get a ton of draft picks in return, possibly even a starter. I mean, there's some teams that are that desperate, like maybe the Colts. The Colts need a quarterback. They could trade ahead of the Texans and draft a quarterback like Bryce Young. Um, I mean, the Texans are going to get a quarterback either way, but um, if the Colts decide to trade up ahead of them and draft the better quarterback between uh, Young and Stroud, um, I mean, I could see the Colts definitely doing that. And the Bears, they're going to get a ton of draft capital in return, so I think this is something that Chicago should definitely do. So now we're going to move on to the results of the NFL honors. So the Offensive Player of the Year award went to Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson. He had 1,809 receiving yards this season, which was the sixth most a wide receiver has ever had in one year. So he definitely deserved to win that award as he had an amazing year. The Defensive Player of the Year was Nick Bosa, who had 18 and a half sacks this season. Uh, I believe he had all of the first place votes. I know Micah Parsons didn't have a first place vote, which was kind of surprising. But Nick Bosa definitely deserved to win this award. Uh, 18 and a half sacks. His PFF grade was also 90.9, which is very, very high for PFF. So Nick Bosa definitely deserved to win that award. The Offensive Rookie of the Year was Garrett Wilson, the Jets wide receiver, which was a bit of a surprise. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't deserve the award. I mean, he had a great season. He had 1,103 receiving yards and four touchdowns. But I thought for sure that Kenneth Walker was going to win it. But, I mean, Garrett Wilson, he definitely deserved to win this award, too. So, I'm sure Jets fans are happy to see that. And Jets fans are also happy to see that Sauce Gardner won the Defensive Rookie of the Year award. So, both of the Rookie of the Year awards went to Jets players. So, their future is looking bright. All they need to do is find a quarterback. Uh, Sauce Gardner, he was an absolute lockdown corner this year. And he probably, I mean, he's probably already established himself as one of the best corners in the league. And it was just his rookie season. Giants head coach Brian Dayball won the Coach of the Year award, which is very, very well deserved. I mean, what Brian Dayball did with the Giants this season was just absolutely impressive. I mean, the Giants were one of the worst teams in the league last season, and then Brian Dayball came in and brought them to the playoffs in his first year. I mean, just a very impressive uh, year for Brian Dayball, and he definitely deserved to win this award. Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith won the Comeback Player of the Year award, and it's very well deserved. I mean, usually when I think of comeback player of the year awards, I think of like players coming back from injury, but I mean, Geno Smith was a backup quarterback for pretty much his entire career. And then the Seahawks decided to trade away Russell Wilson, get a bunch of draft picks. And then Geno Smith was a starter. Everyone at the beginning of the season was like, what is Seattle doing? Why are they starting Geno Smith? Why wouldn't they start Drew Locke who has more potential or maybe even, um, uh, like pick up another quarterback or trade for another quarterback. Like I remember at the beginning at the beginning of the year, I was thinking that Seattle should trade for Baker Mayfield, but Geno Smith, he proved me wrong and he proved a lot of people wrong. And he had a career year and he definitely deserved to win this award. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott won the Walter Payton Man of the Year award, and this is definitely a well-deserved uh, award for Dak Prescott. 
he has a foundation called the Faith Fight and Finish Foundation, which they focus on four main initiatives, which is colon cancer research, mental health and suicide prevention, bridging the gap between law enforcement, youth, and the communities that they serve, and offering assistance to those facing life-challenging hardships. So Dak Prescott, he's definitely done a lot for his community, and uh, during his speech, he said something that was very touching. He said, I hope that when I finish this game, they can say he was a hell of a player, but he was a much better person. So Dak Prescott definitely deserved to win this award. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes has won this year's MVP award. And it's definitely well-deserved. I mean, he had 5,250 passing yards and 41 touchdowns. And he also led the Chiefs to the Super Bowl this year. And they're AFC champions. I mean, a lot of people were thinking that Jalen Hurts should have won it. I mean, Jalen Hurts definitely deserves to win MVP. But, I mean, Mahomes, he had another incredible season. And he did this without Tyreek Hill. So, I mean, um, I think it it was a very impressive season for Mahomes. And hopefully he can win the Super Bowl and break the Super Bowl MVP curse. Um, I mean, the last quarterback to win the league MVP and win Super Bowl MVP in um, in the same season was Kurt Warner back in 1999. So maybe Mahomes can make even more history this weekend. This is also something that happened during the uh, NFL honors, and I thought this was really cool. Bill's assistant athletic trainer, Denny Kellington, received one fifth-place vote for MVP. Kellington performed life-saving CPR to DeMar Hamlin. He acted quickly and saved a life. I mean, I think that was really cool to see that. I mean, we had lots of players who got um, some votes to win MVP, but to see the athletic trainer uh, for the Bills who helped save the life of DeMar Hamlin receive an MVP vote, I mean, that that was awesome, and I'm happy uh, for Denny Kellington. So those were the results of the NFL honors. Now let's go over the... uh, coaching changes that happened uh, during the last couple weeks. Uh, So Vic Vangio was hired as the Dolphins defensive coordinator. Um, I think this is a great hire for them. I mean, Vic Vangio is a great defensive mind. He was the former head coach for the Broncos. Didn't really have a great head coaching career, but he is a great defensive-minded coach, and I think this is a great hire for Miami. Uh, Kellen Moore was fired by Dallas as the offensive coordinator, but he was quickly hired by the Los Angeles Chargers to be their offensive coordinator. Uh, I know, uh, I know Dak wasn't very happy, um, about Kellen Moore leaving or getting fired. Uh, I mean, he's happy for, uh, Kellen to get a job for the Chargers, but I think he wanted Kellen Moore to stay. Um, but speaking of the Cowboys, they hired Brian Schottenheimer as the, uh, offensive coordinator. He used to serve as the offensive coordinator for the Seahawks a few years ago. Um, so, but I don't think he's going to call plays. I think Mike McCarthy is going to be the play caller for Dallas next season, um, and then we have Brian Flores is hired as the Vikings defensive coordinator. I mean, it's nice to see Brian Flores get a big time role for a team. Um, and hopefully, um, if he does well for the Vikings, he'll get some head coaching opportunities. Um, Steve Wilkes was hired as the 49ers defensive coordinator. Um, D'Amico Ryans, um, who was the, I believe he won assistant coach of the year. I didn't go over that during the NFL honors, but uh, D'Amico Ryans, he is now the head coach for the Houston Texans. So Steve Wilkes was hired as the 49ers defensive coordinator. And, I mean, that's a great place to go if you want to get an opportunity as a head coach somewhere. I mean, the Niners had Robert Sala, and now he's the head coach for the Jets. And then D'Amico Ryans is now the head coach for the Texans. So I think Steve Wilkes will do great for the Niners, and then he'll potentially be a head coach somewhere. The Patriots hired Bill O'Brien as their new offensive coordinator. 
Bill O'Brien was previously with the University of Alabama. He was their offensive coordinator there, but now he is returning to the NFL to be the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. And then Sean Payton was traded to the Broncos for, I can't remember how many draft picks it was. I know there was a first round pick in there, but uh, the Broncos traded a few draft picks to get Sean Payton. And now he'll be the new head coach for the Broncos next season. So I believe now there are still two teams that are looking for a head coach, and that is the Cardinals and the Colts. So, I mean, maybe we'll see uh, the Eagles off as a coordinator. I believe it's, I think his name is Shane Triken, I think. Um, maybe we'll see him become the head coach for either of those teams after the Super Bowl, because um, I think he definitely deserves to be a head coach for a team. So those are all the coaching changes that happened over the couple weeks. Those are the NFL honors results and the news and notes. Now let's go over the Super Bowl 57 matchup preview. So Super Bowl 57 will have the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. And the Eagles are one and a half point favorites and the over-under is 51. The Chiefs defeated the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC Championship. And the Philadelphia Eagles defeated the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship. And now... We have the two number one seeds in the NFC and the AFC taking on each other in the Super Bowl. It should be a lot of fun to watch. Um, And, man, I I honestly don't have a clear thought of who I think will win this game. I mean, both teams had a great season. I just see a pretty crazy stat that I think uh, both teams had the same record. They both had, like, the same number of points scored. And they had, like, some other stats that were, like, exactly the same, which I thought was pretty crazy. Um, Mahomes won the MVP award. He's going to try and break the curse of Super Bowl MVPs lose, or sorry, uh, NFL MVPs losing in the Super Bowl. Um, we've seen that in the past few years with like guys like Matt Ryan. Um, I believe Brady won MVP of the year he lost to the Eagles. I, I can't remember exactly for sure, but I mean, we've seen scenarios where the MVP loses in the Super Bowl for the past like decade. And so Mahomes is looking to break that, um, break that curse. Um, but man, I mean, the Eagles, they've been having a great season. Jalen Hurts, I believe he was second place in the MVP votes. So he had a, a tremendous year as well. Miles Sanders had over 1,000 yards rushing. I mean, the receivers, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, both of those guys had great years. Um, and then, I mean, I mean, both offenses are great. Both defenses are great. Um, I think that the Eagles have the slight edge over the Chiefs right now just because I think their defense is a little bit better. But, I mean... It's going to take a lot to stop Mahomes. And, I mean, even Mahomes is still dealing with that ankle sprain, but I think he is feeling a little better since uh, the injury happened. So, I mean, it's definitely not going to keep him out of the Super Bowl. And it seems like the Chiefs have a game plan set up for their wide receiver, Kadarius Toney. Um, Nicole Hardman is dealing with an injury. I don't think he's going to be able to play in this game. Um, But they'll still have Juju. They'll still have uh, Valdez Scantling. But it seems like that Kadarius Tony is going to get a, a is going to have a big role in this game, and of course Travis Kelsey he always has a big role. Um, so I mean I think this game is going to be high scoring. I think even though both defenses are pretty good, um, but I do think that the Eagles will win this game just barely. Like I think it'll I think the final score will be something like probably like thirty five to. 31 or something like that like it's going to be a close game it's going to be high scoring I do think Philadelphia will win I mean I'm pulling for Kansas City because I'm a Cowboys fan but I actually do think that Philadelphia will win this game um and they'll be Super Bowl 57 champions and Jalen Hurts will most likely win the Super Bowl MVP 
but uh, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to be a fun game to watch. It's going to be a lot of scoring. We're going to see uh, Mahomes take on Jalen Hurts. Um, yeah, it should, it should be a lot of fun to watch. And also the Kelsey brothers going against each other. I mean, uh, I'm sure that the Kelsey brothers' parents are they're going to be a little bit conflicted, but I'm sure they're still going to be enjoying the game very much to see their two sons playing against each other in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that the Eagles will win barely, but it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. So that was the Super Bowl 57 matchup preview and who I think will win the game this weekend. And with that being said, that will do it for this week's episode of the podcast. I know it wasn't very long, but, uh, wasn't a whole lot of stuff to go over. So I just kept it short and sweet. Um, but yeah, that will do it for this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in and enjoy the Super Bowl matchup this weekend. Um, if you're a Chiefs fan or an Eagles fan, uh, good luck and uh, you know, eat some pizza, eat some wings, just enjoy the game. And uh, yeah, so thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to today's podcast. I am Gage Burlingame, and I will see you all next time. Goodbye. <laughs>